kind of jump in without some sort of intro. It keeps people guessing. And that's what I'm all about is mystery and keeping people on their toes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think um, I kind of like the, the idea of that. Plus, our brains trying to come up with something. Yeah. To, to, to be filler. Yeah. I don't know. Probably like a Seinfeld baseline would be a cool intro. Yes. Oh, that's or something like that. That might be. Or a catchphrase. Uh, you know, Doug Doug Demuro, one of the original YouTube car YouTuber. Yeah. Who I really like. He's got his catchphrase where he just says this, and then he says whatever car yeah. he is yeah reviewing. So we could copy that. He even um, says that on cars and bids, non videos. Yeah, that's his but, catchphrase. Yeah. He's the biggest dork. And it, I think it's kind of endearing. It's interesting. I actually haven't watched a lot. The only YouTube stuff that I watch is I watch Chris Harris stuff. Yeah. Um, and admittedly, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure thing. I, I kind of like Daily Driven Exotics hmm. yeah. for some reason. That's not bad. I, yeah, it's just... And maybe it's just like what they do with their cars. The way they build them and change them is interesting. To me. Yeah. But, um. I don't know, but I, I followed um, Doug since he was at a <clears throat> website called Jalopnik. Yeah. Jalopnik is a garbage cesspool of <laughs> morons uh, <laughs> at this point. But is it like a forum kind? Of? I've never really no, been on Jalopnik. It was, honestly, it was one of the Jezebel or uh, is that no Gawker Gawker Media websites where they had like Jalopnik and Deadspin and Jezebel and Kodako and all of these different. Uh, websites that functioned the same but they were based on different um subjects so jalopnik oh, okay. was their car website and it used to be pretty uh good there were some good writers on there uh and they would do some interesting things but now it's just like journalism type stuff or yeah, journalism type stuff review type stuff um opinion stuff that was interesting but now it's just a bunch of whiny uh fascists who <laughs> just uh, are doing whatever they can to outwind the next person. It's really boring. But anyway, Doug DeMuro started there, and watching him grow has been pretty cool because he was always, even when he was doing reviews of million-dollar supercars, it was just him and, uh, like, filming it on his iPhone. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But he did a really good job, and he was really interesting. So uh, I, always, I always liked watching him um i think he's kind of tailed off a little bit because he's so involved with cars and bids i know they're getting big quickly what uh i'm thinking about putting my m3 on there i've you've mentioned that yeah and uh i've heard i've had a couple of people ask what the process is like to get a car on um bring a trailer bring a trailer is a lot more difficult than cars and bids yeah and i think that's why people are kind of gravitating towards cars yeah. and bids a little bit they're starting to get some pretty big stuff on there um but yeah bring a trailer is they're they're like everybody wants to sell a car on there now because they think they're going to get that's where they're going to get the most money and they probably will but that kind of allows them to like say yes and no to whatever they want sure so i'm kind of curious actually we have a i have a client that has a really really nice super low miles um 928 gt cool uh white white wheels red interior white wheels red interior yeah and it is it's, it's the 80s, 80s in every <clears throat> sense of it yeah and he's uh he's gonna try and sell that on bring a trailer i'm curious to see 
I wouldn't imagine they would reject that. I think pretty much anything that's in decent condition that mm -hmm. uh, starts with P and ends with Orsha, yeah. bring a trailer will take. Because yeah. they've single-handedly ruined the car market on older Porsches. Yeah, so. they have. Uh, and also, I, I heard a one of their staff doing a review on one of their uh, one of the cars that was being listed. Yeah. And he kept referring to it as a Porsche. On Bring a Trailer. On Bring a staff. Trailer. Yeah, it was a few years ago, but it it made me kind of whinge inside. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Chris Harris says that sometimes. Yeah. And he is like Mr. Porsche. I mean, yeah. Daily Drives a GT3 touring. Yeah. Like he loves. I don't know. I didn't realize he's so invested in Singer. Yeah, he's a big guy. Uh... I had no idea. He's like a big part of the development mm -hmm. team for singer. Yeah. He that's drives, he drives a lot of their stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it was, so that's, uh, as we have now taken what, 10 minutes to talk about <laughs> going, developing an intro <clears throat> to the podcast. I think we're good. Yeah. I think Keep so. Everybody and guessing wherever, like, I mean, we do talk about cars a lot, of course, but I feel like it's not difficult, but, Creating an intro to a podcast, yeah, that is pretty much solely based on ADD and ADHD. Yes, in reality, driven, we don't talk about it, yeah. but it's driven by it. It is for sure daily driven randomness. <laughs> um, speaking of that, yeah, as I was preparing myself to take on this day, yeah, I was eating breakfast, and I hate myself because I just eat garbage. I eat like. A six-year-old that has access to his dad's credit card is basically how it goes. That's a and, good way to describe that, I think. Yeah. That's a good way. Like, people can picture that. Yeah. And my, my wife, who is a very successful women's wellness coach, right. who focuses on dietary coaching, gives me a hard time all the time, and rightfully so. Yeah. But every time I come over here, yeah, there are cookies that have she been has, in the oven recently. She has a soft spot for chocolate chip cookies. And because she's pregnant, there is, oh, yeah. you know, there are whims and needs that need to be met. And they're very, uh, they peak very quickly and they're yeah. very sporadic, but lots of, lots of random things around the house lately. Yeah. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Liz actually. Oh, let's hear it. Because her wellness program is yeah. awesome. It's like, pretty cool. It's a real life it's not some crazy diet you have to, it's like a real life thing that you can follow and actually yeah. live your life in a normal way. Yep. It's, it's not, it's not trendy. It's not based on whatever is in fashion right now. It's genuine information and coaching on how to live in a healthier lifestyle Yeah, and not just count calories and cut out processed refined sugar for a month. Yeah. It's amazing. So thank you for that. I, I agree. She's worked very hard. She has her master's degree in right. exercise physiology. She's super smart. Uh, somehow she married me, which is may bring her intelligence level down a little bit, <laughs> but that's okay. But this morning, as I was getting ready, I ate my favorite breakfast, my favorite lunch, and my favorite dinner all wrapped into one mm. bowl of cereal. <laughs> I love, I love cereal so much. Cold cereal is my go-to and it's been even better because all my life we had two percent milk oh okay that's no two percent white is... water no no that's skim milk <laughs> skim milk is less of a milk than almond milk <clears throat> and don't get oh. me started on nut milks oh gosh we there's could too many milks in... out there we could devote an entire segment 
or t- maybe an entire podcast to my hatred for nut milks and oat milks. Yeah. If it doesn't come from a mammal, it's not milk. We need to do a rant podcast because it it needs to happen. Yeah. So we have since you know we want our kids to have energy and we like lots of high fat foods. We have whole milk at the house. Absolutely. So whole milk in cereal is a new level of deliciousness. Yeah. Because it's a little bit creamier. Right. So I had uh, frosted flakes this morning. Ooh, okay. And it got me thinking, what are the... Well, let's do it this way. Because we might have differing opinions on this. Yeah. What is your... Let's, let's have a list of five. Five each. Okay. So, I'm assuming cereals, five cold top cereals, five cold cereals, top five cold cereals. Okay. Uh, let's start off though with the worst cereal ever made, grape nuts. <laughs> I, as a kid, I probably because I put so much sugar on them. Oh, I loved gosh. grape nuts. They're Who, horrible. What are they? They're like <laughs> petrified breadcrumbs. So yeah. they're either the consistency of literal gravel, <laughs> and your teeth are sh- <laughs> like falling apart, or Two minutes after you put them in milk, it's just a sludge at the bottom of your bowl. <laughs> You're so right. It was so, so as oh, I was thinking about this I today. I totally forgot about grape nuts. I was going to say sugar smacks. I hate no, yeah, sugar, sugar smacks, smacks are bad, but grape nuts, sugar smacks is, uh, I'm holding my hand at eye level. Yeah. That's where sugar smacks are. Yeah. Getting hit by a bus is chest level. Yeah. Grape nuts are down by my knees that we might get edited <laughs> for that. Um, grape nuts are just the worst. So, yeah. to, what? Well, to me, sugar smacks. I just have to say this real quick. Sugar smacks to me it tastes like whatever coating they have on them. Lacquer. Yeah, supposed to give them a sugar taste. I'm assuming. Yeah. Seems more like maybe they used like a, a pesticide mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something yeah, of DDT. that nature. Oh, it's so horrible. It, they are bad. They are yeah. not good. Um, <clears throat> kind of in the same vein as corn pops. <laughs> corn pops are like bits of styrofoam corn pops is another cereal that i have like, like yellow it. sugar smacks I, right I, I have a weird like good memories of eating corn pops though okay but it is but now i think about it like it They're is ter- objectively, terrible objectively terrible yeah it's like packing peanuts with ddt sugar lacquer yeah Okay, so let's get off of the bad tangent. I didn't realize I had such passionate feelings about some of these bad cereals. I didn't, I'm glad you brought up grape nuts, though. Cause... Do they still make them? Because if so, we need to join hands across America and tell whoever makes grape nuts, let's just call it. Yeah. Let's call it good. Um, okay, so my number, I'm going to go in ascending order. So I'm going to start at number five for me. Okay. And it's a random one. I, I, yeah, I'm not like a specialty cereal guy. Like Count Chocula and things right, like that that are seasonal. Sir, no, yeah. We're sticking <clears throat> along guidelines. I need to be able to get it from the store any day regularly. Okay. Number five for me, Captain Crunch without Crunch Berries. Without Crunch no Berries? No Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries are overrated, colorful garbage. Okay, so that's not like... Just... With Crunch Berries isn't like number three. No, no, no. no. Okay. Captain Crunch with no Crunch Berries, just yeah. the gold pieces, is criminally underrated. And yes... It shreds the top of your mouth, and that's fine. Yeah, you just prepare it's, some recovery yeah, time. It's, it's like fine. pleasure and pain. You right. know what I mean? I'm eating Captain Crunch this morning. I'm not going to have anything spicy for the next three days. That's right. Nothing acidic. Yeah. No no lemonade. Yeah. Okay. So that's my number five. I okay. think just the gold pieces are so, they're so good. They're not too sweet. They're yeah. Good, 
consistency, good texture. I'm going to throw it over to you. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and I will say, we're also not talking like, like there's a knockoff version of these. Like, that's come that, in a giant bag. That's all we can afford, is the, the duffel bag size. <laughs> and they're, it's not Captain Crunch, it's like crunchy pirate mateys or yeah, things something like, like that. that. Everything seems to have to do with pirates for some reason. Um, for number five, for me, I am going straight for Waffle Crisp. Do they still make Waffle they Crisp? They still do. I, I was Man, talking to Sammy about it like maybe a month ago. Okay. And then we were at the store. Yeah. Of course, day, it's at and the I store. saw it and I was like, I bought it. I swear I ate the whole box in like yeah. two days. For those of you who don't know, there is a, it's a small grocery store called The Store that's here uh, close by Hunter and I. It's really close to my house. And they sell lots of really different, a lot of local things, which is really cool, yeah. but lots of really high-end kind of different things. It's been around forever and it's a cool store. So Waffle Crisp. That's the best grocery store I've ever been to. It's also the most expensive. It, that's it's crazy. 100% true. But, but local cool. stuff is going to be Local stuff right. is really cool. But yeah, Waffle okay. Crisp. Waffle Crisp. Number five for me. Okay, my number four is going to be an old throwback mm. Apple Jacks. Oh, yes. Apple Jacks. Oh, Love man, Apple Jacks. Re reconsider some things here. Yeah. Apple Jacks are... They are... I remember their commercials with the little cinnamon stick guy. Yep. They are... Awesome. They're delightful. Yeah. Uh, just, they're, they're, they're just a great cereal. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, I, I have some good memories of Apple Jacks, too. Why do I have cereal memories? What? Because Grape nuts, children, corn pops. That is what our mother fed us morning, <laughs> noon, and night. Yeah. So it's true. Lots of people recall, like, uh, Sunday dinners at home. Ours was just cereal. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah, it was great. And to this day, mom eats Cheerios. That's I think that's where we get this cold cereal thing. It, it's She'll genetic. eat Cheerios for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But she'll only eat like six Cheerios. Yes. Six Cheerios, and they're not honey nut Cheerios. They're just regular Plain. Cheerios. With two mm, tablespoons yes. of sugar on top. Yeah. Which, which is great. Basically oats for horses. That's right. <laughs> Cheerios are not Sorry, in my mom. top five. Cheerios are not in my top five. No, close. Hard pass. Okay. So what's four? Go go to four. That was my four was Apple Jacks. Oh, Sorry. ADD. Yeah, ADD. <clears throat> um number four for me, I am going with the honey bunches of oats. Okay, which um, variant? The was it like the oat cluster one? Mm -hmm. Not the almond ones. The almond mm -hmm. ones suck. I hate <laughs> almonds. almonds. In any form, almonds are the worst. They are a garbage nut. Oh my gosh. They are garbage horrible. nut. Horrible. Yeah. Honey roasted? Nope. Plain? No. Doesn't matter. Nope. I hate almonds. I would be fine if they didn't exist. As would I. Um, All, but yeah, note. like the oat cluster one. Okay. I can't even remember what they're called. Honey, honey bunches of oats. Just yep. the original. Yep, just the original. That's kind of like an old person cereal. Yeah. But I can get behind it because they're pretty good. They're pretty. And it's like that's like my healthy cereal option. Yeah. Not that I generally... I mean, healthy is relative. Yeah, it's... You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so number three. Number three for me. This It's kind of getting tricky because there are so many. Yeah. But this one is probably the worst cereal on my list. But it's one of my favorites. Okay. Fruity Pebbles. 
Oh, Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles are so good. I do love Fruity Pebbles. You know what's super interesting? And I've gotten uh, Russ, my father-in-law, into this. But So they always have like six or seven different cereals at their house any given time. Mm-hmm. And Which makes sense because there, there's two people that live at that house. <laughs> right. But I actually, this is going to sound super weird, but I'll eat different cereals with Fruity Pebbles mixed into it for like a burst of fruity flavor (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i started doing that mixed drinks yeah so i don't generally eat just fruity pebbles yeah i will say that the other day uh sammy came home and she had rice crispy treats that were made of fruity pebbles too much yeah it was not way too sweet yeah that's way too sweet yeah i ate a half of one Mm -hmm. and it was like sugar overload yeah it was wild and yeah you can't it, it that's why i said it's probably the worst one on my list because it's so it's just straight sugar yeah you're not eating multiple bowls you're not because your appendix would explode <laughs> or not your appendix your pancreas your pancreas would it would make a sound like have you heard like when somebody's fan belt is squealing in the morning yes it would make that noise and then it would explode <laughs> two bowls of fruity pebbles that's what you get. Okay. Okay, so uh, number three. Yeah, number three. For you. Oh, for me. I'm putting you on the spot. I know. This was I know. I didn't I didn't even think about this. This was unplanned. Uh number three for me, I'm probably gonna go to um Cookie Crisp. Okay. I love Cookie Crisp. See, and I, that's not in my top ten even. No? No. Okay, well. But you love it. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong, but. Sure, sure. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about crisp, that. Cookie Crisp is up there for me. I love, and again, it's good like commercials. A, really good commercials. Kid, yeah. Solid marketing. Yep. It's really solid marketing for, for Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Kaoki Crisp. Kaoki. Okay. My number two. Yeah. Reese's Puffs. Yeah, okay. Love Reese's Puffs. Yep. See, that's not in my top ten. I am not a. Not Pe- a peanut butter guy? and chocolate is not a good combo for me. What is happening? I, yeah. Our brotherhood is falling apart <laughs> at the seams. We, well, I don't know if we can keep going. We might have to turn this off. <clears throat> chocolate and peanut butter are two of the finest things combined into one heavenly flavor. Okay. Yep. That's fine. I apologize. But you should apologize. Not on, my, no, not on my list. Fine. Okay, number two. It's getting pressure situation. Yeah, it is a pressure situation. Number two, I'm going to go to a place where you started. I don't think you started in your top five, but what you had this morning. Mm-hmm. Frosted Flakes Oh, they're to me, so good. Yeah, are just good. They Classic, are so good. Not too much. Nope. But, yep, they're just good. They are. And the, are you, so this is, this is an important question then. Do you drink the milk after you eat the cereal? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yep. Especially since... When we had our golden retriever growing up. That's the up, healthy part. Yeah. When we had our golden retriever growing up, I didn't because that was her favorite treat. It was her favorite treat. It was milk after cereal. It was. She yep. just loved it, lapped it right up. Yep. If she heard you call her name and she knew you were eating cereal. Yeah. She, she was knew more was excited coming. than when people were coming home. Yep. She was She was ready for it. Yep. What a sweetie she was. Yep. But now I drink it in honor of her. Sure. Pouring out for Alta. Yep. Lovely little golden. Uh okay, so this is like number one. Yeah, this and I'm is... I'm going back and forth because Can we had a drum roll here. Uh, on the. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm in and post at it. I'm I'm too white. <laughs> I think my number one, I'm gonna. So this is very similar to my number two. Yeah. My number one cereal, if I am going to the store, and I could pick any cereal, mm. Cocoa Puffs. Okay. Our brotherhood is reunited. It's twofold. Yep. Number one, it's a delicious cereal. Yes. Number two, the milk turns into a delicious treat. The chocolate milk. It's a one-two punch. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. And it's so good. And I love it. And they are just, uh, they're the old staple. And I think going back to our roots, Grandma Karen Mm. would always have Cocoa Puffs at her house. Always. And I, it it, like, it's sentimental to me, I guess. (laughs) But I think Cocoa Puffs are so good. Yeah, our brotherhood is reunited because that's my number one. Is it? No, no it's joke. That's no my way. number one. Cocoa no Pops. way. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. I'm that the same is way. Funny. Cocoa it's so good. Are so good. They are. Yeah. Okay, I have to throw in one more question here. What's the most overrated cereal? The most overrated cereal? Yep. Man, that's a really good question. Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah. Okay. My kids love Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing marshmallows, awful. The marshmallows <laughs> are like. The squeakiest. Right. Speaking of packing peanuts from earlier. They're bad. And then you get the oat bits, whatever those things are made of. Yeah, they're like sawdust. Yeah. Condensed. Yeah. And they're just, it's bad. And my kids eat the marshmallows out just like every other kid on the face of the earth. Yeah. So by the end of the box, it's just those oat bits and some marshmallow dust. And it's like, I'd rather eat asbestos. (laughs) That's, so what's your most overrated cereal? Um... I I think it's Fruit Loops. Oh, see, I love Fruit Loops. Yeah, I'm I not really like Fruit Loops. I'm a hard pass on Fruit Loops. Um, what are the frosted frosted mini wheats? Okay, are also horrible. Ooh, I see. I don't know. I am so we a get hard pass on those. We too. get a Kashi mm-hmm. brand of frosted mini wheats. Yeah, and the frosting is like twice as thick. Okay, I and it's, see. It's okay, but I love it. Turns into like this funny texture the frosting does and it's really good <laughs> yeah so i frosted mini wheats themselves so not great no and any sort of flake like corn flakes bran flakes get out of my raisin bran raisins should be in the same boat as almonds <laughs> nowhere on this earth yeah i could get behind that okay behind so that. that was that was my thought uh process as i was eating this morning what were my five favorite cereals and I, I just love cereal. Yeah. It's so good. On a side note, but it's related, cereal is like more expensive than gasoline. A Which is saying is like something. Five bucks. It's a joke. It's Don't sick. get me started. Don't get me started on pricing and yeah, okay. politics. That's and for our rant podcast. What a piece of garbage. I can't say it. Right. I can't say it because I don't want to offend Yes, I do. I don't care. Joe Biden's the worst man. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's and it's not just him. It's everybody pulling the strings behind him. Anyway, yep. I digress politically. Let's move on to something more uh, more in line with with what we usually talk about. Yes, our some of our favorite stuff. And this is favorite like... list. This is like the Oprah show where she gives out like here's my my favorite car is a Subaru cross trail You get a car. Model. You get yeah. a car. You same get a car. thing. Only it's just the two of us, and we're not giving anything away. But it's our yes. favorites. This is our favorites list. Yep. Our this is our favorites list. Automotive. Yes. Automotive wise. And I will tell you this much: if Tesla shows up anywhere on your list, 
We're ending. We're ending. Our brotherhood is broken. It is. For the second time. For the second time. Coco Puffs will not reunite us. Yeah. So this was something that not I was thinking about just today. I pretty much think about it. I wouldn't say every waking second of my life. But pretty much. But pretty much. It's pretty close. Yeah. So this is like the ultimate garage, but it's like a little more specific. So it's no budget. Uh, and then just have, instead of saying like, what five cars would you have in your garage? Yeah. A little more specific. It's got to so, be categorized. Yes. Categorized. So first category is classic, but okay, because it's me and you and we want to have some sort of variety. Sure. Can't be, can't be Porsche. Yep. No That's Porsches. Fair. That's fair. No Porsches. Um, stupid, but fair. <laughs> I agree because if I could only have one classic, it's going to be, it's going to be a Porsche, but not today, not on this podcast not today. and not on my watch. Um, you're not even wearing a watch. You're right. Me. It's a hair past the freckle. I am wearing the Casio GA2100 Cassie Oak today. That sponsored is sponsored by G-Shock. <laughs> Sweet. G-Shock, reach out, sponsor the podcast. Um, I guarantee that all eight of our listeners will yeah. buy one. We should do a watch show. We should do a watch show, actually. For the same stuff, like inexpensive watches, yeah. I buy watches like I buy cars. They have to be super cheap, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Okay, but back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh dang it. Good thing we covered the ADD at the beginning of this podcast. Okay, so cla- classic, no Porsche. Then a daily driver. Okay. Um, an exotic. Okay. If you want to sure. call it that. Then a... A sports car or a convertible? Like a roadster type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just something not too crazy. Um, and then a truck. You got, sure. You got to have, have a truck. truck. Yeah. Neither one of us have one, but you got to have one. I've got an ML500. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks, Winslow, for letting us use your truck all the time. I'm not um, big enough to drive it. I can't see over the steering wheel. Right. Okay. But every single one of my clients has a truck in some form or another. Sure. Mostly in Mostly the form Raptors. of a Raptor yeah. or a TRX. Right. Um, but yeah. Yep. So those are the categories. Okay. Classic daily. Exotic, okay. sports car commercial yeah, truck. Yeah, that's interesting because even though it's categorized, there are still such there's still such a plethora of cars to choose from in each of those. Yes, I feel like I could do ten for each one. Yeah, and still not quite be there. Yeah, not and quite again, cover this everything. is like, I mean, we think about this all the time, but you and I didn't really plan to talk about this. But for us, that's the best way to do it. It's true because our brain will just rifle through. Uh. It'll just rifle through all it will. of the, it will. All of our knowledge. Okay. Are you going first? Going? Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. And I'm going to go to the classic. I'm going to start with classic. Sure. Let's uh, let's work down the list. Sounds great. Okay. Um, for the classic, I'm going to go with a super kind of niche car that most people may not think about. I don't know why I love this car so much. I've never driven one, but for some reason, I just love it. I love the way it looks, and I love the way that uh, in an episode of Top Gear, Jeremy buys one of these for a cheap car challenge. Okay. And uh, the way he talks about it and the way that it has personality, just like all that connection to me. Uh, I'm going to go with a an Alfa Romeo GTV6. Okay. That is borderline not classic because <laughs> it's from the 80s. Right. I was thinking like 60s, 70s. Yeah. Like, okay. And, I could and come up with like something, but that's just... 97 Honda Del Sol. <laughs> okay. 
That's fine. GTV6, super cool. Yeah. Super cool. I, I love the GTV6 for some reason. It's the engine. It probably is. And it's the look. It's, you know, it's yeah. kind of... And it's an alpha. And it's an alpha. Yeah. So you'll get to look at it a lot. Yeah. Because it's not going too far. It's not going anywhere. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Yep. GTV6. GTV6? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit different direction. Um, I'm going to go north of your Italian uh, heritage. I think I know where you're going with this. I'm, st I'm staying in the axis of evil. And I'm heading up to German Germany. I know. Yep. So I'm Mercedes. Choosing... Nope. It's not going to be a Mercedes. <gasps> it's not a Mercedes. No. You're going to be so proud of me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. BMW. A 2002? Uh, no. That, okay. that might show up later in my list. Okay. We're not sure. <laughs> Is it a truck? <laughs> Can no. Be. BMW 3.0 DSL. Oh, okay. I just... That might be one of the prettiest cars ever it made. It really might be. <laughs> and it... For, for whatever reason, I just think the shape, the size, the engine, everything about it to me yeah. is just perfect. So I've only, I've driven one. You've driven one. I've driven one. Oh, okay. And it was just kind of what I picture driving in the French Riviera in the mm. 70s. Okay. I just felt so cool. Yeah. I love that about old cars, how they transport you somewhere. Yeah. Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> so uh, that would be mine. Okay. Yeah. See, and now that like I said BMW 2002, I'm like kind of questioning my GTV6, but for some you. reason those have been on my brain. Oh, the 2002. I, I thought. I thought sure you were gonna say Mercedes 190 Cosworth. Cosy. Yeah. I. You would have to have no budget for that. It was on the list. That's yeah. A, and I also think about how it has like. 116 horsepower and yeah, it just not. doesn't i don't know i would love one i wouldn't turn one down yeah but that 3.0 yeah to that's, me that's pretty brilliant okay um so now uh next it was uh daily right? yeah daily driver what are you gonna get in every day i mean and in reality you might it. get in some of these other cars sure pretty pretty uh pretty often yeah but what are you going to drive every day? Pick up the kids from school, run to the grocery store. So I'm about ready to have my third kid. Yep. You have to fit all three of them inside of it. Um, <laughs> Cause that, no, your wife has a car. Severe, for okay, she's got the, the X7. Yeah, you got to be able to fit one sure. or two of them. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, my daily would be the Panamera Sport Turismo. Mm, yep. That would be the one for me. Okay. Because I'm, as you know, but maybe not everybody knows, wagon shooting brakes to me yeah. are perfection. They're automotive perfection. They're beautiful. Yes. They're functional. They do everything and they get you, it's, they're just nothing, nothing they can't do. Yeah. So the Sport Turismo is like the one. Yes. If you get a Panamera uh, Sport Turismo. E-hybrid. If you get a Turbo SE Hybrid, yeah. like, what else do you need? Nothing. You don't, you don't need anything else. You don't. That's... And you better, yeah. It, it's, it's just so good. And, and yeah. there, were, there were a couple, of more, couple more things that I was thinking about on my list. I think one of them might be yours, so I'm not going to say anything about it. Okay. Because I'm confident in what it is. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's just perfect. So that would be, that would be my daily. Okay. I, yeah, it's hard to... 
for me, it's pretty much what do I like the look of? And we could go over this list tomorrow, and, and all it of be our different. cars are probably 100%. Different. Um, that's what's fun about it. I, it is. And that's why I think about it all the time. Um, for me, the daily, uh, I considered the, the Panamera Sport Turismo. Okay. Um, I also considered uh, a Mercedes uh, E63. S. S wagon. Yep, that was on my list. Yep. Um, All-wheel drive. But surprisingly enough for me, uh, it's going to be an Audi RS6 of launch. Uh, that is not surprising because that's the one that I thought you would choose. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. And that was on my list. You know what's funny is I thought you were going to pick the RS6 Avant because yeah. you're kind of an Audi guy. Yeah. Um, I haven't had an Audi wagon I'm... for like three months either. So it's <laughs> right. weird. So if I was, if you said that, I was going to go for the Panamera Sport <laughs> Turismo just so we so could be boring. somewhat different. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Audi RS6 Avant, the way it looks, the way it sounds, um, Again, just does everything. It does. Yep. Uh, honorable mention for me, Volvo V90. Yeah, I mean it's all the all the looks, all the usability. Not quite the. Doesn't have quite the performance aspect, but yeah, yeah. Just for me, a daily has to be a wagon. Just does. Yeah, there's so much goodness, and there's a couple cars that like we don't get in uh, in the United States. Yeah. That I would consider like. Uh, Dacia's Sandero. Yeah, Dacia's Sandero. Yep. Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of like an M3 Touring, M3 uh, yeah. wagon. What? We live in the worst country. <laughs> right. Just but, kidding. Uh, Canada's the worst country. <laughs> although I was laughing at Europe recently because normally we're the ones complaining that we're not getting any cars. Yeah. And not that I want a GR Corolla, but Europe is not getting the GR Corolla. Yeah. That's and so I weird to me. Just wanted to. Bring sure. that up and laugh sure. at them because there's so many cars they get that we don't. Yeah, and they would laugh with their Clio V6. Yeah, it's our turn. It is our turn. Gosh dang. Really? Yeah, okay. Yep. Exotic, oh my gosh. See, this next is one is exotic. I'm curious to see what you say here because I know you're not much of an exotic. Guy. I'm not a big exotic guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of a basic guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, nothing too out of control but over no, nothing too overstated i so to me mm -hmm. probably the f8 tributo oh really yeah okay love so uh our friends sf90 <laughs> like it i when i wrote in it yeah it changed my whole perspective on things and just it it, it just going that fast. We didn't go that fast. Right, no. Like 60, 70 miles an hour on the, the freeway. Yeah. But just having like that, it's like a sculpture that can do crazy oh. things. It's like a sculpture crossed with a spaceship. So yep. the F8 to me is the evolution of that. And that would be the one that I, that I went with. Yeah. I would never do a Lamborghini. I'm not a Lamborghini guy. Yeah. Before I started, uh, before me and Winslow started our business, I was not really much of a Ferrari guy. Yeah. I've really come around to Ferraris over the last three yeah. years or so. Love. Um, I would probably go a little bit farther back. This isn't my choice, although it's a consideration. Uh, for me, I'd go back to the 488, but I'd go for a Pista. Sure. So you kind of get some sure. of the F8 looks. You get the same front end yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I love that is a, a pista. I do too. And they're if they're specked out just right. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, they're so good. Um, for me, people might give me a little bit of a hard time about this, uh, because some people might say it's not exotic. But I have to fit a Porsche in here somewhere. Uh, and I'm gonna go for a 911 GT2 RS, a 991.2. To me, yep, that car is <clears throat> like the car. It's the car. I mean, I love a Turbo S. I love a GT3, GT3 RS, whatever. But a 991.2 GT2 RS is like next holy level. Grail. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They had one down at. Uh... The what's it called? Wings and Wheels? Is that what it is? Yeah, in Wings Spanish and Wheels. Fork? Yeah, in Spanish Fork. They had a GT2 RS down there that was just crazy. Yeah. So my actually, uh, I know what car you're talking about because my good buddy Dagan, who may be listening to this, Dagan. Uh, Dagan is. Hope your back's doing good. Right. He is. Uh, he's also Mr. Porsche. Yeah, he is. Uh, and he he built that car, <laughs> and. It's, he was driving that car at Wings and, and Wheels. It's pretty wild. It is, it's spicy. That yeah. is a sweet, that's okay. a sweet car. I can get behind the GT2 RS yeah. any day. Yeah, and I would even go more specific um, with a color. Amethyst purple metallic from Porsche on a GT2 RS. Yeah, that's the one. You can't, nobody can see me right now. My hands praising. He's are, praising the Lord. They are towards the ceiling. Praising oh the mind at least. Yep. That's the one. Yep. Amethyst Purple, GT2RS. That's perfect. Yep. Not Ruby Star? No. I think now that that color is available from Porsche, and yeah. it's not like yeah. just a paint to sample, okay. it's kind of played out. I loved Chalk when it came out. Oh, man. Chalk's Everything is Chalk. Nardo Gray. Uh, same with Miami Blue. I loved Miami Blue. Uh, Everything. I see so many. There's. I think there's three or four McCanns in Miami Blue to drive yeah. around, and they're cool. Yeah, they're great. Uh, there's two Lava Orange. Orange. Yep, lava orange well. is a good color. Um, okay. Yeah, a few colors that are a little played out for me that I love. I do love. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, sports car slash convertible. Yep. Are you going classic or are you going modern? <sighs> That's so tough. Um, I don't know if I've decided yet. I was going to let you go first. I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Because you're going to choose a BRZ and our friendship brotherhood is going to end. <laughs> I was thinking more of a convertible 350Z, <laughs> one of the most beautiful cars ever. <laughs> I couldn't even finish saying that. I had to cut off it. Uh, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so mine, going back, mine's going to be classic because to me, you know, there are things like the Miata and the S2000 mm. and the Z3, Z4. All of those yeah. are okay. I thought about uh, the Boxster. Or yeah. uh, like a TT, um, but I, if I'm in a roadster, I'm not going to be driving like a maniac. Right. I'm going to be carving up a canyon road, maybe, or you know, along the coast, just cruising around town. So I'm going to go back uh, in time and grab a 280 Mercedes uh, 280SL, the Pagoda. Yeah, that's a that's a great car. One of the most beautiful cars of all time. There's your Mercedes. There it is. <laughs> uh, so the 280 SL came in after the 190, the Goldwing. Yep. And it was kind of the successor to that. And it's just, it's perfect to me. It is There's nothing car. that is unnecessary on it. 
it's not you know of course it's from the 60s it's not fast yeah um and it is an experienced car though yeah it is yeah and that is so for me that's the ultimate convertible roadster something along those lines um it's just perfect Mm. yeah that's a that's a sweet car it really is so if i could have a 280 sl and a 3 3 uh 3.0 in my garage i'd be happy guy i mean be all right (laughs) it would be it would be fine it'd be fine yeah i'm having a really hard time with this one um volkswagen eos yes i knew it yeah that's the one right there or uh, i was thinking a convertible toyota solara oh or maybe uh the lexus sc430 <laughs> the worst car in the world. <laughs> <laughs> literally the worst car maybe ever made uh, okay so here's I'll, I'll while you think about that yeah. i'll tell you the my neighbor across the street mm-hmm. her father very flamboyant guy yeah super nice guy he drives a Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. Oh, yes. In that like mint green color that it came in with a tan top and a tan interior. Yeah. And it's got like 19,000 miles on it. Oh, it's mint. It is mint in every sense of the word. <laughs> so you could go with something like that. I'm just throwing more things out there if you're having trouble coming up with ideas. Yeah, I might buy one of those and not put miles on it just so people don't have to see one. Time capsule. Yeah, I'll just put it in the garage and yeah. that way Cover it's it one one fewer that people have to see. That's because fair. They That's are your atrocious. service to humanity. <clears throat> yeah, I think next week we might have to go the same thing but worse Worst? cars. Oh, man. Um, okay, so where I'm going to go with this, I, I'm i glad we, we said no Porsches on the Classic. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still gonna have two in my in my list here because my sports car slash convertible is gonna be a first generation um boxster spider. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Six speed. Yep. Um you get like the the classic double bubble mm-hmm. uh head humps. Yeah. On the I'm back. Sure, I think that's the technical term. Something like that. Uh, it's German though. It's like head, head and humpins. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought it was a black eyed piece. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's going to be a fir- first generation. Okay. I think it sounds better than the current one. Okay. Um, but yep. First gen boxer spider, six speed manual roof. Yep. If you get rained on, you got to hustle. Yep. But I, I love that car. I thought you might go with a GT4 on yeah. that. Because I considered that, but then I went a totally different direction. But the Boxster Spider, if you didn't know, is actually... I mean, they changed the suspension a little bit and stuff just so it's more road-focused than track-focused. Yeah. But it, it basically is a Cayman GT4 underneath. Um, same motor, same transmission. Okay. Good stuff. I love a GT4. Yeah. They are... If you're like a driver, Yeah. that's the car to get. That's yes. the Porsche to get. Especially like... Especially now, a Cayman is really probably a better like sports car, driver's car than a 911. Mid-engine. Sure. A little bit smaller. Yep. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's where I'm going. I, I really considered like a 997 Speedster, but those are wildly expensive. I know this is no budget, but yeah, I'm not trying to have a $10 million five-car garage. Well, that's because you have no imagination. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did recently see, I will just say this since I brought up the 997 Speedster, okay. uh, 
Jerry Seinfeld had a 997 Speedster. Yep. Um, he didn't put very many miles on it, but he did own it. And I saw it in person about a month ago. Did you really? It was at Porsche Salt Lake City for sale. And We get some wild cars in Utah. We do, actually. People don't understand how crazy the Utah car scene really is. Over the the, the last amount of cool things we get. Four or five years, it is. Yeah. Exploded. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. On to trucks. Okay. Which we don't talk about very often. We don't do a ton of truck stuff just because we're more... Trucks are so utilitarian. Yeah. And I don't feel like they're... They suit my purposes. I don't... I've never needed one because right. I, I just haven't. But I have been pouring through in my brain what I think mine would be. Could we go like... Does it have to be a pickup truck? No, not necessarily. Okay. In that case. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's got to be usable as a truck somewhat. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I, I think, but yeah. So my, uh, the one that comes to mind for me is the original first generation Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Oh. The Jeep Wagoneer. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. That's an interesting choice. It's like choice. 80s country club. It's what the Range Rover is today from the 80s. And I just think it's so cool. That is pretty cool. With actually. the fake wood paneling on the side. I just think the lines are cool. The lines are simple. If I had to choose an actual pickup truck, it would be uh, probably a 70s F-250 high boy. A Ford. Yeah. Just super simple. It's what a truck should be. No touch screens. I love it. No heated seats, has a bench seat, <laughs> and uh, if you hit a bump, you'll change lanes, and it's super cool. Yeah. But admittedly, I'm not super knowledgeable about trucks. I feel bad about myself now. Yeah, I <clears throat> I mean, it seems like an obvious choice would be a Raptor or a TRX, of which I would only buy a Raptor R. Don't give me some... EcoBoost V6 in a Raptor. <laughs> no. The Raptor R or it's nothing. I could do a first gen Raptor. Okay. It's also V8. Okay. Um, I'm actually just going to go with... I, I just recently drove one, so maybe it's just on my mind. I honestly just love the new Ford F-350s. Okay. That's fine. This is like kind of lame choice, but super comfortable. Does everything. Do, yeah, does everything. All the power. How much? What is the size difference between the F three fifty and the F one fifty? It's not. I swear, it's not that that much. It, Maybe it's fairly it substantial. It okay. Um, but not. It's not crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go for the F three fifty. Okay. But I do love. What's the FJ series? That's the. Dad has an FJ forty. Yeah. But I can't remember the FJ model. That's mm -hmm. a truck version yeah. of that. I love those. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. I thought about the uh, something subtle, the uh, Mercedes Brabus 6x6. <laughs> yeah. Or Post Malone's 6x6 Raptor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was um, a basket, uh, basketball player, Hassan, Hassan, remember Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Yep. So he lived in a house like Just a mile road. south of here. And he would go to the gas station that I go to yeah. all the time, and he would drive his giant Jeep, his six by six, Wrangler. Yeah, and it's it got a Hellcat motor in it. Yep, it does, and it was frighteningly loud, 
And I swear I could look underneath it without <laughs> having to bend down. Yeah. And it was perfect size for him because he's nine feet tall. Right. But it had, what was his name? Big Shirley. It was called Big Shirley. Oh, that was like the license plate or something? No, it was written on the frame. It was oh, powder-coated on the frame underneath. Oh, dang. Big Shirley. Yeah. I saw that driving around once, but I didn't see that portion of it. It's adorable. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking but, of, like, yeah. you, you said you used to see that all the time? Uh, yeah. I've seen some pretty cool stuff recently. I was okay. thinking about, what's the greatest car you've ever seen in person? I've seen a couple of cool things in my day. Yeah, and I might narrow this down to in Utah. That's fair. Yeah, because driving through Southern California, you see yeah, you see a lot of stuff. stuff. Driving past dealerships, okay, or whatever. But... Okay, so let's get a little bit more definitive on what greatest means. Is it the greatest, like the, the like the McLaren F1 was a car that completely changed? Yeah automotive history kind of or a, a first generation volkswagen beetle that showed or are you talking like personally the greatest i'm talking personally the okay. greatest yeah okay so here it is for me yeah it was a ferrari f40 okay one of my favorite cars of all time yeah f40 and i remember it because i think i was seven or eight maybe so uh mid late 90s and going back to the basketball players that live around here, there is a, or there was a restaurant that was owned by the color commentator for the Utah Jazz. It was called Hot Rod Hundley's. Yeah. And it was just, it actually like a mile away from where we're sitting here. Okay. So literally across the street from where Hassan Whiteside was living. Mm -hmm. that, Salt Lake City is a tiny little place. Yeah. And there, so that restaurant was owned by the color commentator. And it was where the the jazz team would go to eat all the time. Uh, so before games, after games, they were there a lot. So uh, as we were driving past, uh, when I was seven or eight, dad was driving, and he we were in our uh, Ford Taurus, white Ford Taurus Child. wagon. That thing was so baller. Maroon velour interior. <laughs> he slammed on the brakes and he's like, oh, we've got to go back. We've got to go back. And we were all super confused. You know, we thought, given that it was a four Taurus wagon, we thought we'd lost a wheel or a tire or something. But he flipped into the parking lot of this restaurant and parked right in front was a beautiful uh, Ferrari F40, oh, bright man. red, Corsa Rossa. Yeah. And, you know, plastic louvered back window, everything. We kind of so got out cool. and looked around it. And that car is what spawned my love of cars. Like that one experience, I can trace it back. Yeah. There were a couple of others too, but that one, just seeing that F40 in person, I've seen a couple since, but that was probably the greatest car that I've seen mm. in person. That's pretty, I've, I've never seen an F40 in person. It I was would, cool. I would kill too. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Ah, yeah. I've had all this time to think about it and it's still, it's still tricky. You see um, crazy things though. You get to I, see things that most people don't get to see. Yeah, I do get to see some pretty crazy stuff. Like the first time I ever saw a nine eighteen in person, yeah, was pretty was pretty special. Sure. Um, I would kill to see a Carrera GT in person. I know you have. Mm -hmm. I still have not. Okay. And I worked at a Porsche dealership for two and a half years. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was super 
super tricky for some reason. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, um, I, I had an opportunity to see and kind of be, I didn't sit in it, but I was able to poke my head in, kind of look around. Was a really nice um, singer, 9-11. Oh, man, yeah. And that is pretty amazing. Just the the attention to detail, the build quality. Mm-hmm. That was such a cool, and being a Porsche guy, That's a, that yeah. was a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. The, the level of detail that they put into each one of those cars is incomprehensible until you see it up close and in person. It really is. Like, you look them up and you're, like, shocked at the fact that they're a million plus dollars. Yeah. But but then you look at it. It's it's worth everything. Would you rather have a 918 or a Singer? I'd rather have a Singer, for sure. I would, too. Yeah, it's... The 918 is amazing for what it is, but yeah. I just... I don't... I don't feel like it's the... The car for me. I love old stuff. I do too. It's and got Singer personality. Has like old mixed with somewhat new. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's perfect. It really is. Yeah. All right. I think uh, we listed out some pretty solid things today. <laughs> I think so too. But we left a lot on the table. Maybe we should do this again next week. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> okay. Until then, we'll catch you on the uh, flippity floppity. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week because we do have some good stuff coming. All right, so see you then. Cool.